0: Hey y'all, it's your girl Mac. Welcome to my podcast. Welcome to the show. This is Mac Talks Music and Reviews. And I do reviews of Love After Lockup. Sometimes 90 Day Fiancé, not right now because the season's trash. I'm going to be getting into some of the music-related shows uh, once I watch them and get these reviews of them out. Today, right now, I'm reviewing um, Love After Lockup season three episode 37 that's what the producers want to call it for those of us who have been watching from season one it actually probably should be season four episode three or season five episode three you know but uh these producers some I don't know they don't want to be professional I don't know anyway so (laughs) let's get started I'm going to talk about Britney and Ray first you know I'm not particularly finding particularly finding Britney that interesting and Ray that interesting um Obviously, I don't enjoy this show in the same way I enjoy it, but I'm not enjoying learning about her and 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 him. Like it's just they haven't caught my interest yet, and I'm kind of hoping that they'll like. I get the vibe that one of these couples is not going to last the whole season. I feel like in like maybe two episodes we're going to lose a couple, and and then that that other lady who we keep seeing but hasn't shown up yet will take their place. Um, and I'm part of me is like I hope it's Brittany and Ray because I'm I'm starting to get a vibe that Bray's not really about to be with Brittany. like I, I feel like he's gonna get brand new and be like who are you <laughs> so I don't know and I say that because what we saw t- on this episode was that she's gonna go pick him up and she's doing it with his family um and Ray apparently did not tell this girl that he also is from a middle-class background and maybe a higher middle-class background than her <laughs> the house that he lives in his family home is what we were expecting from Brittany. <laughs> you know, um his family home was bigger, nicer, looked like it was in a nicer neighborhood <laughs> than her family, and she's shocked. She's clutching her pearls because, she, and you would think she'd be relieved. <laughs> Isn't this what you wanted? <laughs> um But she seems intimidated and and like not not as confident when she meets his family, which I think anyone would be. Um, actually not just because of the home, but because of the situation. Um, his mom and dad are, you know, it's a little awkward, but they're nice. But that grandma, who honey, she did not want to hug Brittany. (laughs) She, she she tried to hug her. She was like, don't touch me. Air kisses. Do not touch me. (laughs) Okay. Um, and she started asking her questions as she should. And she says, the grandma says to the confessional, like, you know, if this girl has all these things going for her, you know, why is she dealing with a guy in prison? And it's not even of why aren't you with somebody on the outside? Is why are you, you, there's people out here who are single, whatever, but why are you dealing with somebody in prison? And it's a valid question. So, um, I don't know. I'm feeling like, I don't know what Brittany's deal is. Like, I don't, I'm I'm trying to figure her out now. I, I do now. It is a little, what is a little more interesting with them is why didn't Ray tell her about his real background? She's, claiming that he told her he was from the hood and all this stuff and clearly he's not he comes from a similar background to hers so why even why why did he not divulge that to her that is a little bit interesting Ray comes we see him come out of the, the vehicle prison vehicle whatever but then he gets back in and the vehicle drives off so we don't know what's going on Brittany says before that happens you know if he comes out and he doesn't hug me first I'm gonna be shocked and I was like ma'am what (laughs) like what are you talking about his he he, you expect him to hug you before his stepmother his father and his grandmother why would he do that (laughs) like he just met you nine months ago who are you to him (laughs) like even if you were his girlfriend he still should hug them before you like what (laughs) anyways and okay so (laughs) I don't know we'll see what happens with them Let me talk about Deontay and Nicole next. So Deontay is starting to see the reality of this ridiculous situation he put himself into. And (laughs) he's giving Nicole all these things that he bought her. And she um, is showing him that she's not a materialistic person by being so grateful for those things. (laughs) But not so grateful about seeing him Just seeing the money that he could give her. Now, he starts being aggressively sexual like he's been and, uh, you know, she's saying um, I'm not ready for that. I told you I'm not ready for sex or and because she was like, oh, I'm not going. Oh, he bought her lingerie, which you know, and she was like, OK, but I'm not going to wear this or whatever. You're not going to see this. And he was like, oh, you're not going to touch this. I might let you look or I might send you a picture, but I, you can't touch it. He's like, no, I'm going to touch it. I'm going to touch it. I'm like, sir. <laughs> I don't understand this, man. If a woman is saying to you, I'm not ready, you gonna say I'm a touch? That's aggressive. Like, I'm starting to wonder if Deontay is one of those cats where if you met him or you went on a date and then you decided you didn't want to smash, he would be like, no. Like, he, he, I was, I'm was, like, is he one of those dudes who pressures girls for sex? <laughs> like, is he that dude? Like, I don't... <laughs> because if a woman just told you no and then you're gonna say no, yes, that sounds predatory to me. That sounds like somebody who's about to commit sexual assault like she better be careful with Deontay <laughs> because his aggressive sexuality is starting to mm. <laughs> but anyway so then you know she's just telling him oh I have anxiety I don't want nobody to touch me I don't want to have sex which is all bs because she just don't want him which you know what I don't blame her I mean he's not a bad looking dude but the way he acts ooh, it's not attractive and she and you know the whole fetishism thing like you know these these some of these people. I'm trying not to say black men, but you know some of these people who have these fetishes, they don't re- they don't seem to realize that the object of your fetish can a lot of times peep you out, <laughs> and it's not attractive. <laughs> like anyway, so he um, you know she said she doesn't want him. She doesn't want to have sex with him. He's not catching the hint. He drops her off to her mom's house. She gives him a hug and a kiss and that's it. And um Deontay, like, I don't... I'm trying to still completely figure out him, like, how he doesn't pick up on social cues. <laughs> how he doesn't understand that, like, being aggressively sexual with women is not attractive. That if somebody tells you no, you don't say yes, I am. Like, you don't try to push yourself. Like, again, I'm not a... um you know, I can't diagnose nobody. I'm not a therapist or whatever. But I'm wondering if this dude has Asperger's or um, some form of autism. Again, I don't know all the details of that, but I I know very little that people that have not people, but autism is is you know where the social part of your brain is not fully developed. But it's possible he doesn't have that. I don't know. It manifests in different ways. Not trying to offend anyone who has those disorders. I don't know, but. I don't understand why he doesn't seem to have the inhibitions or the control that most of us would have. Because, you know, we all have thoughts. Sometimes we have thoughts that are crazy. We don't say them. And like when you first meet a woman, like he's not a gentleman. And he doesn't have any like, not game, but it's like he doesn't know how to talk to a woman. (laughs) Like, and I mean, nobody's perfect, but it's just, it's coming off creepy and it's coming off predator like predatorial (laughs) and it's like he don't even see that that's not attractive like like how do you not realize that if a woman says no don't i don't want you to touch me i'm not ready you going no no i'm gonna touch you that that's like what (laughs) get me out this car let me walk (laughs) okay that would have scared me i would have been like um (laughs) that's why you gotta know how to defend yourself ladies but anyway she lucky that camera was there what would he have been saying if the camera wasn't he was already saying craziness with the camera <laughs> so, so Nicole, we see her reunite with her mom, and she said that she wasn't as close with her mom before. But when she went to prison, you know, her mom moved, I guess she was from Ohio or somewhere, and moved to Virginia, and her and her mom became very close. And you know, her mom was crying, it looked like, just really happy to see her. Um, she doesn't want him to meet her mom because she's obviously not taking him seriously. We see her in the end. Um, and she's texting some other dude, of course. And I think that's, what's going to happen. We're going to see her with another dude and Deontay's going to be mad. I really hope we get to see the dude and I hope Deontay is there. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm see. so, um, she, and she says she's going to still talk to other guys. Why wouldn't she? She got what she needed from him. <laughs> she got what she needed. She ain't going to sleep with him. and he's not going to deal with her if she doesn't sleep with him. So, um, they might be the couple that drops out. Well I hope not because they're more interesting than Brittany and Ray. Yeah. So okay, next I'm gonna talk about Courtney and Josh who didn't have as much time this episode as they have in the other ones. Um, you know, we see them the morning after. The dogs are still in the bed, and you know, I I don't know if this is a cultural thing. I want I was like, can we do like a survey? Like people who let dog their dogs sleep in their beds, like I don't have a dog. But if I, when I do get one, because I do want to get a dog, she, she or he is not sleeping in the bed with me. She's going to have her own little dog bed, okay? <laughs> I don't even know if she's going to be in the bedroom. <laughs> I mean, she could be in the bedroom, but she's going to have her own little dog bed. I remember I had, my aunt had a Maltese poodle mix named Abby. I loved her. And like when I would stay with them sometimes, she would come in my room in the morning and like try to jump up on the bed and, um, She was so small. She couldn't reach. The bed was high. So, (laughs) and I would pull her up and just like pet her a little bit, you you know, and then I put her down. But, and even my aunt, she didn't allow her to sleep on the bed. She had her own dog bed in the bedroom. Like, so I don't understand, (laughs) but you know, everybody, it just seems nasty to me. I don't know, (laughs) but you know, live your life. That's that's their business, their house. So it was Courtney's house actually. So, (laughs) um, we see them. Have dinner. They said, you know, the night went well for them. Um, so then we see her cook for him and they have the And she said something. And I was like, man, I don't know if I can rock with Courtney. He was like, she asked him how he wanted his steak. And he said, well done. And she was like, what? I can't deal with you. And, you know, listen, as someone who likes their meat well done, their beef and their steak well done, I always feel offended because people be coming for us. You know, people be coming for those of us who like our steak well done. I don't do pink. I don't do medium well I don't know what that is <laughs> and no judges to anyone who does you know I just say don't judge me I like my meat cooked so anyways that's that's just that's not that important but they're seeing we didn't see them and he's just saying all the nice things that I guess she wants to hear and I'm not even saying he's not being sincere I think he means what he's saying but you know this guy's been in jail since he was a teenager he ain't not backed none of it up um just by virtue of being a child mentally and not having any life experience it's not that he I don't even think he wants to hurt her he's just not capable right now he has to get himself together first before he could be capable of being what she needs um now this scene you know this this was not entertaining um you know um Courtney reveals that she was uh molested or sexually assaulted by a family member as a child and you know that I feel bad for her and Um, She says she wants to be married because she wants someone to validate her and value her and love her and feel like they care about her. And listen, 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 listen. It's okay to want to be married. It's okay to want to have a relationship. There's nothing wrong with that. A lot of people want that. But um, you got to love yourself. You know, Mary J. Blige got a song named Love Yourself. And um, she she needs to listen to Mary J. (laughs) But... You know, you got to love yourself first. And it sounds so cliche, and it's not easy when you struggled with self-love, but you've got to value yourself. You've got to set a standard for yourself. You've got to validate yourself. You've got to um, get your validation from knowing that you were created with worth. You were created with value. You inherently have that. And even if you didn't have family that did that for you, because some of us out here didn't have that. And so I, I, I felt for her, but she... You can't, you gotta, you gotta, you have to develop that first so that somebody else can come in and see that. They see that you value yourself. They see that you love yourself and they join with you in that. And I get that from, um, Eartha Kid. She said something like that. Like, she, I gotta find that clip. Eartha Kid is a, she was, she was a, I gotta get a picture of her to put on my wall. She gonna be with my, my Hall of Fame of great black women who inspire me. <laughs> but, um, you know, yeah, you've got to, You got to do that. And it's not easy. It's not easy and it takes time. But, um, and you know, (sighs) she said that losing her job, she loved her job and she was able to get promoted, um, but she don't regret losing it. And I was like, you should regret losing it. You should regret (laughs) that because her lack of self-love shows that she was willing to, she put this guy before herself. She made him more important than she made herself because having your job so you can pay for your house, make sure your house is nice, take care of yourself, you know, do what you need to do for yourself. That was an act that was against herself. That was not an act of self-love. Even if she wanted to be with this dude, she could have kept her. She could have done something else. She could have figured out a different way. She could have waited till he got out. She could have tried to transfer to another prison, get another job, you know, and get around this. And she 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 put him first. You don't do that. Like, you don't put somebody else first by sacrifice like relationships yes require sacrifice but giving up your job giving up your livelihood like that's not no i just i feel for courtney and i hope that she comes to a place of of loving herself you know so that she can find she can meet someone who can join with her in loving herself she got it you know and then the other side is that she didn't have no standard you know it's like you got to hold yourself to that standard of this is how I'm going to love myself so that then the other person can realize that this is what they have to do to love you. You know, it's it's not easy, but dang, man, I feel bad for her now and I've never felt bad for nobody on this show. <laughs> I don't be these people. They they, they make their beds, but I, I'm feeling a little bit for Courtney. Who's um, Lord? Anyways, <laughs> so. Uh let me move on. Cause this was not, I, I like to laugh and Kiki with this show and this type of stuff. It's not funny. <laughs> it's not, I can't Kiki to this. So, um, let me move on to somebody I can't Kiki about Lisa and Stan. Stan is going to give me the Kiki. <laughs> I hope because Stan also could turn serious. He's mm, okay. So, <laughs> San is uh, bringing out the wigs. The producers probably told him to do that because then he's holding the wigs and opening the door. And I'm like, why didn't you just put the wigs down and open the door first? But the producers probably told him to do that so he could show to his friend, his friend, could, you know. Um, and again, I'm like, this woman, I-, I don't know if he really paid her that money. Um, part of me is hoping he didn't. I mean, it's his money, but I'm like, I'm not a wig aficionado, but I'm looking at those wigs. <laughs> and they look synthetic <laughs> and they're not even lace fronts they're not, they don't have a good part in, in, um, in, uh, hairline. Like they're not, like you can look at them and see they're not high quality. And I don't, she just got over on him Cause she could have sold him some, some good hair units. She could have sold him some, but maybe the show paid her and I don't know, maybe that wig thing wasn't legit anyway. So, <laughs> um, the friend came over and this is the keep it real friend. Um, <laughs> and, He's just like asking him questions. And I mean, that friend, listen, he he was, he was just, you know, rolling his eyes and he's embarrassed for his friend. And he's just like, oh my gosh. Um, he gets a call from Lisa and Lisa says she's, you know what she's been doing? Lisa's been reading her Bible and I don't believe Lisa, but you know, I'm, I'm human. Maybe Lisa was reading her Bible (laughs) and I hope she was, (laughs) but I don't know, you know, that's her business. So um she says that she was married to two people and he said she thinks she got divorced, she's not sure. And I was like, okay, hold up. Hold up, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold Y'all What <laughs> what are we what are you talking about right now? So y'all are communicating so this woman is legally married to two people how what and why would he not care about that I'm starting to think that um I was about to call him Ron what's this dude's name Stan <laughs> I'm starting to think that Stan I think that Stan just plans to bring this woman out smash her a little bit and then send her on her way because <laughs> like why would you not even be concerned about whether she even if you're not trying to marry her, like, most people would be like, wait a minute, you're still married? <laughs> like, he was so nonchalant about that. So I don't know if that was true or if that's something the producers told them to say. Because how, as, how would you not be concerned about that? Because he was like, oh, we'll find a lawyer. Like, he just acted like that was nothing. And I'm like, why was he not concerned about that? <laughs> like, that... We we need more details on that because that didn't make any sense, and so, um. You know his friend is his friend is saying think, saying to him what I was saying what I think some of us are saying is that he doesn't seem to understand the risk that he's taking and he says to him you know what if she comes and then she, you know hurts you and then takes your vehicle and you're at and your, some of your property tries to take this house, which I don't think she'd be able to do that unless he put her name on the deed which he's probably not gonna do. Because, you know, you'd have to get, you know, closing agent and get that redone and notarized and sent to the county. But uh, for recording. But sorry, I I work in real estate. So so I started thinking about um, when I thought of that, the deeds and closing. But anyway, so um, he's not going to do that. But he did mention wanting to give her 25 percent of his wealth. And that might include the home that he's in right now or if he has another property that he rents or something and that would be terrible okay (laughs) or if he wanted to give her a vehicle or um some of his stocks or something oh my god anyway so that the friend's trying to get him to realize that and I really don't think that um Stan understand understand Stan realizes the danger he's putting himself in like this woman comes from a violent criminal family she's you know probably sees her what does she have to lose she don't got no house she ain't got no job she doesn't have any standing in her community she doesn't I don't know if she has kids people that have nothing to lose are the most dangerous people to be dealing with because they can harm you (laughs) and take what you have if you have if you have things to lose (laughs) you know so he doesn't seem to realize that you know it's one thing to smash somebody I mean and that you met online and then go about your way you know that can be risky as far as STDs or whatever any energy, you know, a lot of people don't understand spiritual um, energy and that sex. Having sex is an energy exchange. A lot of people don't understand that stuff, so they don't realize that you're risking your spirit. Especially, you know, you know, that if you're an empath or something, like you don't know, even having sex is risky to your emotional health because you don't know what's going on in that person's spirit, and so you got to be careful. So, um, but when not go off on a <laughs> spiritual stuff, but. The point I'm making is that he doesn't seem to realize that he's about to be off Love After Lockup and be on one of these shows on ID, be on a true crime show, because um, this woman could, you know, harm him and take something in his home, take one of his property, some, some, you know, some of the wealth that he claims to have. Even if he doesn't have it, he has a house, he has a vehicle, you know, he might have he has possessions possibly in the house that might be valuable. I don't know. So. Um, he doesn't seem to understand that that's a real risk that he's taking. And it's like, dude, who going to protect you? Your kids don't want to deal with you. <laughs> and he's willing, he says he's willing to do whatever sex in the basement. I don't know if Stan has a sex dungeon or something, which is also his business. But Stan, if you're in a compromising position <laughs> and this woman could harm you, and t- I mean... <sighs> Oh, my goodness. (laughs) We never had. He's the first person on the show that I'm concerned for his safety for real. (laughs) But anyways, um, the last couple I'm going to talk about is Rachel and Doug. I'm also concerned for Rachel's safety. I'm going to talk about that. So um, she's getting ready. She's getting prepared to go pick him up. Um, She's bringing the baloney. She's bringing beer. She's bringing stuff because I guess they're going to stay in a hotel before they get back. I don't know. Michigan's kind of a big state. It looked like where the prison he's in is close to the Canada border because I saw, like, they showed, like, a barge or a big boat and it said Canada something. So one of those lakes that goes over into the Canada border, I guess, maybe, um, that was going there, I don't know. But anyways, that just told me it must have been, like, really up north and close to the border but in Michigan. But see, so we gotta remember, this guy's been in prison since he was a teenager, um, and... He, he is still mentally a teenager. He, um, when he, st- he went, um, okay. I'll go over his, his history, but, um, Rachel, they meet, they finally get to meet. And, um, the prison, you know, first of all, <laughs> I was like, the prison guards, first of all, the, the, the person came out and he was, and I, I was like, how long did she wait? Because they made it seem like she drove up and got to see him within five minutes. But I was like, I know it wasn't no five minutes. <laughs> she had to have been waiting for an hour, two hours or something. So I didn't we didn't get a sense of the actual amount of time that she waited, uh, for this dude. But she, um she gets to see him and they embrace and she's kinda straddles him and he wants her to lift her dress up in public. Um and uh, my whole mind the whole time was just how uncomfortable it was to look, you (laughs) see, because they were just but and just like, wow, they really like each other. But the other my other side was this man hasn't showered. I mean, he's taking a shower in prison, but, you know, he's got prison, you know, all over him and in his mouth. And uh, she didn't care about that. (laughs) It was all over that man. Um, I also was good. It was interesting to see that height differential. Um, so yeah. Um, so this guy, what's his name? Doug, he went into prison. He started acting up when he was 12 cause he said he needed money and he couldn't get money from his parents. Um, and so he, he started acting up at 12 and then he, um, went to prison at 17 for doing a home invasion. He said the people were asleep. So when I first heard that home invasion, I was like, oh, he's violent. But he said the people were asleep. So I, you know, that, so he didn't, they didn't harm him. So, yeah, um, they didn't harm them, but they stole from them. They were inside their house. So he got sentenced to six years for that when he was 17. He got out and was out for 40 days before he engaged in a drive-by. And got sentenced <laughs> to the rest of the time that he served, uh, which has summed up to 11 or 12 years, 11 years. So, yeah, that's that's her man. Um, and I think that Doug is definitely a child mentally. He went into jail at 17. He's coming out at 28. He even kind of still looks it in the face Um you can see that he is because he gets in the car with her and he's immediately taking pictures and he's not understanding that she's driving like you see him trying to take pictures with her and you know she's trying to watch the road too and I'm like just why didn't she just tell him hey we'll take pictures later I need to watch the road so that we don't crash so that you know we stay alive <laughs> and um and then even when she was talking to him before she picked him up telling him about the rules of his parole or his um his curfew he can only be out I guess from eight to five and otherwise he has to be in the house or he can't I I forgot the exact but he was like oh I don't want to do that again these rules like he sounded like a teenager and I was and it was almost like a mom talking to her son and I'm just like who wants to talk to their man in like this like what (sighs) like she's with a a guy who's mentally a child and so so then um and then, you know, she gives him a piece of the baloney And again, he's touching it with his prison hands like, girl. Uh, but I looking at him. Look, I'll talk about looking at him because <laughs> the tattoo situation. So I'm wondering, I'm sitting here and I'm wondering, you know, what's up with this girl, Rachel? She is probably the most put together person that I've ever seen on this show. I mean, I remember Jana from the first season seemed to have her stuff together. I didn't really understand what was up with her um, there's, was there anybody else who really had their stuff together on this show? I don't even think so. Like she's, I mean, this girl was in the Marines. She has a good job. She has a nice house. She's pretty. She has, she's in good shape. Like, I mean, I don't understand why she's going after men in prison and she is going after them. Like she's choosing to get with men, these men online and look for these, these prison and these, these, you know, men who have criminal backgrounds and criminal presence right (laughs) who are presently uh within the criminal justice system so i don't really get what's up with her she has a tattoo of this man's name on her wrist not only does she have a tattoo but on her wrist like y'all know if you don't have a lot of fat there that's pain that's more painful than it would be in a place where there's more flesh. You know, your veins are there. So she got that tattoo in a place where it was probably more painful than it would've been if she got it on her arm or on her thigh or something. Not saying she should've got the tattoo at all, but the fact that she has a tattoo of his name and she has it on her wrist where she would've probably had more pain than another place in her body. It's just like, wow, girl. So, so with that being said, when i saw him and i saw how she reacted to him i real i recognized why she's doing this now i still think there's other things that that um, are going on with her but um the dude covered in tattoos from his neck probably to arms chest cuz he had his shirt open a little he again he didn't have the control he he wanted to smash in the car there's i don't know if he understood there were two cameras there <laughs> so um she She's definitely wrapped up in his looks, not saying he's gorgeous or anything, but he's dec- he's a decent looking guy, and I think she's strongly physically attracted to him. It's definitely sexual, but it's like the risk that she's taken is outside of sex with taking care of his kid and you know I'm concerned for her safety as well um I think that he this guy could be abusive, this guy could abuse her son. You know, he may not even want to go and work like she has set him up. You know, I have to give him a round of applause because he's, he's doing a little better than some of the other women on this show because, <laughs> um, he's, he, he bagged a woman who has a house, has a good job, is good looking, willing to do what he wants her to do, who lets him talk crazy to her, <laughs> um, who, um and he didn't have to do anything to get that nothing he didn't have to have a job he didn't have to buy her anything he didn't have to date her he didn't have to really do anything but look how he looks and have a promise of maybe good sex and she married him I mean uh, girl (laughs) I mean talk about congratulations you played yourself (laughs) Rachel she is the biggest sucker on this show not because because she's given like she's when you talk about the gulf between her and this guy like the the biggest gulf as far as like where she is and where he is and how he's benefiting and what she's getting which is just sex out of this and listen nobody's saying sex isn't important but my god sex does not pay those bills (laughs) okay sex does not make up does not make a man responsible it doesn't make him kind and respectful and I mean the thing is you want a man who pays the who pays the bills and can be responsible with a job and who, you know, treats you well and can give you good sex. You know, it's it's hard. <laughs> it's hard out here. But girl, I really hope this I mean I don't know. At, at the very least, I hope he doesn't abuse her or um the, the son. The... Thanks for listening guys. If you're listening on YouTube, please like, comment, and subscribe if you're listening to the podcast give me a rate, rate me on, uh, if you're on iTunes or Spotify or wherever, give me a rating and leave a review if you so please. And um, again, thanks for listening and join me next week We'll review the next episode of this train wreck that I'm so here for. I love it. <laughs> love after lock of Thanks. Bye.